thing is, a second voice called out, we're willing to pay you something for allowing us to pass through here unharmed. That's how things are done, ain't it? The voice asked innocently. You tell us, we don't know. Only the sound of a passing wind whirred through the rock passes, echoing through the shelf as if it carried the voices of mournful spirits. Finally, the ranger heard the second voice say in a half-whisper, Hell, he's gone, Rollo. I ain't standing here all day like some damn fool talking to the wind. Jesus, Sarah, use my name, why don't you? The first voice said, sounding put out by his companion. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter, said the second voice, a voice the ranger now realized belonged to Cyril Atwater, an outlaw he'd come to know over the past year. Whoever it was is gone unless he's some sun-struck idiot. The first voice, belonging to Rollo Parker, cursed and grumbled under his breath. You'd better hope you're right, Cyril, he said. If we get jumped, I am holding you accountable. The ranger stood up silently, slowly, his back against the boulder, and listened as boot steps and horses' hooves moved closer. Accountable hail, Cyril said, sneering, the two of them leading their horses on the narrow sandy path around the edge of the boulder. If there was anybody up here, don't you suppose we'd have known by now? Here we go the ranger said to himself, his rifle in both hands, braced, ready. He saw the toe of the boot nearest him reach into sight. Now! It makes no sense to me, Rollo Parker said. That man would track you this far, then not be here when— His breath cut short and exploded from his lungs as the ranger's rifle butt smacked him hard in the sternum. He expelled painfully as he dropped to his knees, bent double at the waist, resting his forehead on the dirt. Hig! Seeing his partner go down, Cyril Atwater tried to make a move. His hand snatched at the butt of a colt holstered on his hip, but as it came up, the ranger's rifle butt swung hard again. Cyril bellowed as the rifle cracked against his gun hand, sending the colt flying away and causing the gunman to fall to his knees beside his cohort. As the gunman tried to struggle up from his knees, Sam swung the rifle butt again and clipped him across his jaw. Atwater collapsed backward his legs folded back under him like some broken marionette. There, now. Sam kept the two covered with his rifle, but after a moment, realizing that Atwater was knocked cold and Parker was having a hard time catching his breath, he stepped forward and raised Parker by his collar. Parker gasped again as he straightened onto his knees. His hat brim stood flattened up in front. Dirt clung to his forehead. He gripped his chest with both hands and continued making hoarse guttural sounds. Breathe deep, Parker, Sam coaxed, holding him up by his collar. That's it. Draw some air in. As he spoke, he leaned his rifle against the boulder, reached down, and took Parker's Remington revolver from its holster. He shoved the gun down into his waistband, then picked his rifle up. Seeing the outlaw gaining his balance on his knees, Sam stepped back and looked down at him. You all right? Sam asked. A few yards back, the two outlaws' horses stood watching, only having spooked a little when the rangers sprang out and made his play. Parker wheezed and gasped, his hands still tight on his chest where his ribs met. Ah, do, he said, weakly, his voice coming out as if being squeezed through a small funnel. Then he added with a trace of sarcasm, Thanks for asking. Sam only nodded. Wipe your face, he said gesturing his rifle barrel at Parker's watering eyes, a string of saliva bobbing from his chin. Parker lifted one hand from his sternum 
and wiped his face with his bandana. Sam stood watching quietly, letting the outlaw collect himself a little. Parker looked around at Ciro Atwater lying limp and still in the dirt beside him. Is he dead? Parker managed to say, his face still bluish red, his eyes swirly and running. I don't think so, Sam said. But he went out awfully easy for a man his size. He looked closer at the knocked-out gunman. A fly circled down out of nowhere and walked around the edge of Atwater's ear. Atwater didn't move. Can I... can I check and see? Parker asked, still struggling for air. Without waiting for the ranger to answer, he turned and leaned in close to Atwater. Sam's rifle barrel poked in between the two and guided Parker back from his unconscious friend. I'll check him, he said. He stepped in and pulled the folded outlaw forward onto his limp knees.